Welcome to the world of Pokémakers. I'm Professor Fierce. And I'm Professor Fierce. But if that's too confusing, you can call us... JD. And Alex. For some people, Pokémon are pets. Others use them for battles. We're here to create all new Pokémon. And a world for them to inhabit. Last time, we created The Feather, a phantom thief attacking the museums of Rencha and stealing their precious artifacts. But perhaps they're a little bit nicer than they seem. Maybe they'll help you out with some important items for your legendary Pokémon, perhaps? Who knows? But what does that have to do with this strange girl at the museum? Liberty. Gosh, I wonder what the problem and the solution to that mystery could be. <laughs> we also made this person's signature Pokemon, the Thievery. The evolved form of Grabpie. Two Pokemon based on the Eurasian Magpie. They are flying ghost type. They love stealing things, shiny objects. And they're very cool. Yeah. If you haven't already, you've got to check out the Discord. We have got some amazing fan art being shared of these guys in particular. Because everyone else loves the feather too. Yeah, they're right. Correct. Yeah. Today we have a guest. Ah, where? <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're practically a third co-host at this point with how frequently you've been on the show. Tanner's not a guest. Tanner lives here. Tanner's actually always in the room when we're recording, just staring ominously. Yeah, they're usually yes. just quiet, oh, yeah. sitting in the corner. <laughs> you're actually more correct than you realize. <laughs> Tana, you're joining us today, I believe, to create a new character for us. Yes, I believe. a character and their Pokemon. Whoa! Ooh. Perhaps we should go and talk about your character first in the Fame Checker. When you came to us before, you brought us Porter, Alex's favorite character from yeah. our first season. In the absolutely, end. my favorite character from season one. <laughs> oh, thank you. I adore Porter. We're currently looking for three different types of characters: gym leaders, idols, and friends. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you've got an idol in me, who's another weird little creep, but this time filling a different niche. <laughs> yes, good. Why is this character a weird little freak, Tana? I was trying to think of something that was a little Italian. So, are you familiar with slasher films? In general, yes. Broadly speaking, Freddy, Jason. The slasher film genre, if you're not aware, is a specific type of horror film where it's basically a bunch of sexy teens getting cut up into bits. Yeah. Your Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Your your screams. Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. 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 I've never seen any of these films. I'm not a fan <laughs> of horror movies in general. <laughs> the important part is that it's pretty people getting cut up. I'm not sure where this is going for I our Pokemon game. I'm delighted but... to know where this is going. Please keep talking. Well, many people feel that the American slasher was born from an Italian film genre called Giallo. Okay. Giallo okay. itself derived from the word Jali, which is the Italian for yellow, and was essentially their version of Penny Dreadfuls in Italy. Okay. It was the pulp horror stories printed on the bad quality yellow paper, yeah. and eventually that made the jump to cinema in the form of Jalo films. There are some very schlocky Jalo films, obviously, but there's also like really visually interesting ones and very campy ones as well mm -hmm. because like it really came to a forefront in the 70s. So I was thinking of my character and I was like, hmm, Jalo. What if my character was a Jalo film director? Oh, a director? Yeah, well, that lasted for about half an hour and then I realized, wait a second, we probably shouldn't be making a slasher film in Pokemon. <laughs> I feel like that's totally dissonant. No, 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 no. It's, it's what we do is we just have Pokemon like Sneasel or Scyther using the move Slash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I decided for my character to take one step removed from that. And so, what if instead of them making horror films, what if they reviewed horror films? Huh. What if my character was a horror host, like a Svengoolie or an Elvira? That's really okay. fun! Ooh! 
Okay, so reviews in an online media format, yeah. essentially. So, like, my brain immediately starts to think, is there precedence for this kind of thing in Pokemon? And I'm thinking specifically of what's-her-name from the news Pokemon Iona. Game. Thank you, Iona. Iono. Iono. Yeah, she immediately comes to mind because I feel like that's working in a very similar space with a very different vibe, and I love that. Yeah, probably would be the Pokemon equivalent of Twitch. They're a pidge streamer. Gosh, yeah. But... <laughs> They're a pidge streamer. Gosh, that's just made me think, though. We can't be that far away from getting a Pokemon character or a gym leader who's just a Let's player. Yeah, right. Someone who plays video games professionally. I mean, listen, we've got Iono. We've also kind of got Raihan. Yeah, mm. Raihan, who's vaguely influencer, more like Instagram style. Yeah, so this is more of like a straight YouTuber. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, they might be queer. Yeah, oh yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, they're a non-binary pansexual camp disaster. Okay. Now that I think about the aesthetic I was thinking for them, they might be a little bit of a JoJo. <laughs> I'm listening. I find it really interesting, though, that when you started talking about, like, kind of schlocky film genres that have, like, a lot of films just pumped out of them mm-hmm. en masse, the fact that you've gone for this over spaghetti western... So here's is... the thing is, I was thinking of maybe doing a spaghetti western director character, but I felt like it would be more interesting and more unique to have the horror host. Plus, I kind of wanted to leave the spaghetti western director open for someone else because that seems like a little bit more obvious thing. Or just having a straight up cowboy. I felt like I could get more mileage out of a campy horror weirdo than a cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, that's been largely done. I think we'll probably time. have a cowboy character at some point to represent probably. that. Because it's so... Yeah. It's such a fun contrast from what you otherwise expect from Italy. Yeah. Italy has a really interesting film history and so like I'm really glad that one of our first recordings with a guest is someone's like hey hey Italian film history because yes <laughs> so good <laughs> you're bringing up the history of film in Italy is interesting because one of the things I was looking at was Cinecita Studios or Cinema City Studios which is an enormous film studio in Rome and also the largest film studio in Europe actually really and it's been called Hollywood on the Tiber because more than 3,000 movies have been filmed there 90 of which have received Academy Award nominations and 47 winners and there is also a theme park in the film studio (laughs) that's so cool i'm not sure if my character is necessarily based out of the cinecita equivalent but i did want to bring it to your attention yeah it's worth being aware of but considering they're the film reviewer not the filmmaker maybe this is where our actual spaghetti western affiliated character will be based whereas your character is elsewhere because you can watch these films anywhere it would be fun if after you meet my character for the first time like you go to the cinecita equivalent and you can find them there and they're like i finally made it. <laughs> They're just a big old film nerd, huh? From the little you've told me already, my first impression is they put on a whole performance for the sake of their reviews, yes. but off camera, they're much shyer and nerdier and quiet, a bit more meek, but mm. maybe that's not what you've got in mind. No, no, that is pretty much what I was thinking. <laughs> okay, so great, great, great. First, yeah. So my character's name is okay. Darren, but after they agree to battle you or... Actually, JD, okay, I remember it's supposed to be contest, but can you remind me how they're working here? Absolutely. So in Pokemon Marble and Bronze, you take part in the Pokemon Contest Magnifico, our souped-up version following in the likes of Pokemon Super Contests and Spectacular and so on. The contests take place in two sections. The first section is sort of a mini-game style. You're going to be dressing up your Pokemon. You're going to be doing moves for judges. You're going to be doing a rhythm game. Essentially, the first half is very similar to what Super Contests were like in the original Diamond Pearl Platinum. There are more themes that you could be dressing up your Pokemon to match, and the contest type 
types don't quite line up the same way. Instead, there'll be a specific type that is the main one affiliated with that contest and two other judges looking for different types. Okay. And after that section, you will move on to... The contest battles. Yes. Gotcha. But this isn't a traditional battle. This is a three Pokemon out at once combination move. Yeah, you're getting points for doing impressive and interesting moves. Knocking out the opposing Pokemon is not the goal of the battle here. Okay. Yeah, you're showing off cool moves and you're using multiple Pokemon to do some kind of... Display. Yeah. Gotcha. But generally speaking, an idol has a themed team where their Pokemon all fit. A flavorful theme. Yeah. Okay, so their civilian name, they then pronounce it for them as well. Civilian name is Darren. D-A-R-R-E-N. That's fascinating because that was the name of my Digidestin character. I was going to say. What are you talking about? This is a Pokemon podcast. Oh yeah, on a completely unrelated podcast (laughs) that we did, the three of us together. Well, the reason their name is Darren is because when they put on their film critic persona, they become Dario. Oh. D-A-R-I-O. Named after Dario Argento, one of the most famous giallo film directors, who also co-wrote the screenplay for Sergio Leone's Once Upon a Time in the West. Nice. Awesome, cool, fun. And so they go from a normal looking guy who has just normal hair and normal clothes to like this fancy hot couture suited up person the hair styled in one direction they've got dramatic eyeliner on and the suit has this pattern that doesn't match the lines of the suit and it's like these alternating triangles of like black and yellow I'm picturing someone who would fit in with the Adams family a lot more bright lurid colors on this person oh okay okay and can you tell me that hair again it's styled in a single direction it points you remember how Tristan's hair gave him super strength okay yeah I was gonna say Johnny Bravo. But it's not going forward because it's not Pompadour. It's to the side. Okay. Okay. Oh, that's so anime. It's right at home in Pokemon. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yo, they should make a Pokemon anime. (laughs) Can you imagine? Their idol base. So if we're not calling it a gym, what are we calling it? Contest hall? Yeah, traditionally there were contest halls, so I think we'll probably just stick with that for now. Their hall. So their contest hall would be one part haunted house and one part archive because they're a collector of these films. I know I keep bringing up completely unrelated media that maybe has one or two small similarities, but you've also brought to mind the music video for Thriller. You know, spooky haunted house vibes, but also film set kind of. Dario absolutely has thriller eyes. Alex, write it down. Dario has thriller eyes. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) See, I was picturing not so much thriller, but more of a spooky library, but instead of books, they're film reels. Oh, I really like that. Yeah. My mind was going. It's like a labyrinth kind of rows and rows and hard to navigate. I'm picturing Iono's gym puzzle there where like yeah. she's presenting it as part of her stream and instead of anything remotely like what you'd see on a real stream it's just a weird hide and seek <laughs> game. Yeah. But, you know, something along those lines, but better. I think that we can absolutely incorporate this contest's mini game into this in some way. Like, yeah. you could be having your Pokemon in some way, like, take part. Either it could be, like, the way they're exploring the haunted house. Mm. Or it could just be, in general, like, they're recreating a scene from one of these horror movies. Kind of Pokestar Studios yeah. style. Yeah, you have to, like, hit the right react button. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. You've got the idol, Dario, coming along, reviewing the movie your Pokemon's <laughs> just been in, essentially. Yeah. Doing commentary over your... (laughs) 
your display, essentially. How does that sound to you? Yeah, I like that. Okay, cool. We've got our rhythm mini game here. It's bringing in a little bit of Pokestar Studios, but with a haunted mansion kind of... <laughs> oh, you have to have one Pokemon that's running away from your scary Pokemon. So you have to like make sure you choose the scarier Pokemon to play the right role. Otherwise, Ooh. it'll be like, what's going on? Oh, you're thinking the Pokemon is playing the monster, not the hero of this horror movie. Both. You have more than one Pokemon. Well, for this part, you choose one Pokemon. Oh, right. For the first part, it's just one Yes, Pokemon. you only have so three you Pokemon could, for you the... You can go either way. It'll give you options. Mm. So it'll be like, which Pokemon would you like to enter into this part of the contest? And then it's either this very cute one or this very scary one. And then you're like, what role do you want this Pokemon to play in the movie? Mm. Hero role. Villain role. Yeah, like, I think other it. Pokemon that are in there at this point are the other competitors, the other contestants, mm. essentially the people who you're competing against in the first half yeah, in general. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I feel like you should get to choose whether or not you're playing like the hero mm. or the scary monster because that's fun. Mm -hmm. Going back to those five classic contest types, Stanley, is there one that you think makes the most sense to be the main one affiliated with your hall? Like they could all potentially show up, but there'd be one that would always be an aspect of your contest. The types are tough, smart, beauty, cool, and cute. I'm checking what types that the ghost type was predominantly. Mm. That's what I want to use to be inspired because I feel like it could actually, you know what? Because the idea is that the Jalo films are so stylized, I think it would be beauty. Okay. Ooh, I like that. That's fun. I love that take on that. Yeah. So this leans towards a beauty style. Film as an art form and like this, yeah. you know, horror genre in particular as being a specific way to elicit emotions, essentially. Like, I'm geeking out, but like, I love <laughs> horror movies as a film student, essentially, because everything about them is so purposeful mm -hmm. and it works so well. We've got a vibe. Oh, oh. We talked about how they present themselves as Dario. How do they look this different when they are Darren in their day to day? They're just normal. It's normal. <laughs> what do you mean by normal? What do they wear? Like jeans and a t-shirt? Or You know how Larry's normal? Darren's normaler. Plaid <laughs> button-up, jeans, glasses. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Truly, it would just be jeans and a plaid button-up and normal hair. Okay, I was going to ask about the hair if that was stylized always. It's default. Yeah. So like default, default me hair. Default they style hair. and gel up their hair for the sake of the bit, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. How old are they? Oh, uh, they're like 19. Okay. Almost the same age as our party thing, because we've got like an older player here. I think our player is probably around 15, 16. Yeah. And their hair is brown, but for Dario, they probably put a bright color of streak in there. I don't know. Probably not yellow. Probably a completely different color to streak their hair. Okay. I like that. So Tano, it sounds like you've told us everything we need to know about Dario or Darren. Yeah. We pretty much covered my OC. So now let's find out about their team's ace in Who's That Pokemon? <laughs> My gut's telling me this might be a ghost type Pokemon. It could be a ghost type, depending on your vibes. It could also be a dark type. Sure, mm. sure. And this is also a fake mon that I've pitched before to some people <laughs> in my life. Okay. Because I thought it would be cool. This is specifically a regional variant evolution. Oh! Okay. We haven't dabbled with that yet, but that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. So in the same vein as... Perserker? Yes. This is definitely trying to remember them. <laughs> like, the base form has a regional variant, and then this is an evolution specifically of the regional variant. Yes, it is a wholly new Pokemon. Mm -hmm. It's not a Persian, it's a Perserker. But it's not a Perserker either, for me specifically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's start with my regional variant. It's Venonat. That makes sense. We didn't ask you our guest questions today, but you've told us previously that Venonat is your favorite Pokemon. Venonat's my favorite Pokemon, and now I'm giving my little puffball its due, giving it a regional variant for Rensha. So Rensha and Venonat was a little vampire. Oh, okay. Ooh, a little fuzzy vampire? 
So no antenna, or actually, I guess the bug, it needs antenna, but they're very short. Okay. Okay. The eyes and the nose are orange. Okay. The little pincers are elongated ever so slightly. Yeah. Okay. And the fluff is black. So it's Halloween colors. <laughs> and I think just because we can, it has also a little cape with a collar. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, it's real subtle. But there's some plausible deniability to be like, oh, that's just the way its fur is grown and styled. Actually, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that just happens to be in the perfect shape of a collar and cape. We can get more plausible work, but there is no cape technically. But like, it's little tufts of fur. Yeah. And then it has no neck. But wherever it seems yeah, fitting, yeah, yeah. the fur grows longer and then there's red on the inside. Just a little puffed out collar. Red, yeah. yeah, like a red lining. Of yeah, like I, I can picture it. Yeah. <laughs> but then, when Wrench and Venonet evolves at night. Of course. Yeah. While knowing leech life. Okay. Ooh. It evolves into Mothferatu. Ah! That's very good. I love this. That's very good. Ah! <laughs> Hold on, I've got to like do so much research immediately. Instantly. So I, I will say yes, the Nosferatu film is German. Okay, sure. Yeah. Darn it. But have you considered puns? Yeah, oh yeah, no, for, I'm, no, for I'm sure. Out of curiosity though, I'm going to look up some Italian vampire words. What is the Italian for vampire? Vampiro. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're expecting. Are you shocked? No. I just wanted to be aware, you know. So, Mothferatu. Instead of having the three horns like Venomoth does, it only has two and they do curl a bit. For a regional variant evolution, you want it to look a lot different from Venomoth, right? Consider Hazerka to Persian, Clodsire to Quagsire. A yeah. very different body shape and style overall. Yeah. Clodsire is pretty similar to Quagsire, let's be real. Well, it's he long chunky. and it's long and flat <laughs> instead of tall. Yeah, unlike the, the famously unchonky Quagsire. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> one is portrait and one is landscape. And that's important, Tana. Fair enough. Picturing Myotismon, but like <laughs> as a Pokemon. And with moth wings instead of a cape. Yeah, the moth wings are forming the cape and collar. There's one pair that curl up yes. and they're like red on the inside. Or maybe to keep with a bit of a Halloween-y theme, they're already orange. They're blood orange. Mm, and then the yeah. bottom ones are much longer and like spool out. Which is a moth thing too. Like you've seen those moths with the long, long wings and they go... Bloom! Oh, yeah. And like I said, instead of the horns headpiece, like the three of them, it's just got two and they curl. Yeah. Like the name implies, big obvious fangs. And then instead of having those little legs tucked into the body, it's got two big claws, kind of like almost sneasel claws. But they're just kind of hanging there in front. Like, mm. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. From the way you've been describing this, it feels like it's still bug type. Yes, it is still bug type. Losing the poison. Yeah, losing the poison. And I feel like after my description, these two are both dark for the yeah. second. Dark type. feels much more fitting mm. than the ghost that I was first going for. Because I was picturing, you know, haunted mansion. I was thinking ghosts. I was thinking zombies. I hadn't gone to vampire yet, but obviously that works really <laughs> nicely as well. Yeah. Well, yeah. the thing is, when you go to the theme of the team, it's horror. Yeah. So while ghosts is obvious, yeah. there is a large gamut of other horror monsters Absolutely. that you can evoke with yeah. Pokemon. Like you've got literally every ghost. You've got a mummy in Cofagrigus. Yeah. You've got a witch in Mistrevis. You've got a werewolf in Lycanroc. Yeah, you've got a lot of options there. You can throw in Skellio. Skellio, I was going to say, season. like, I wanted to bring up Skellio. Because oh. Skellio is the Pokemon I'm picturing doing the thriller dance. <laughs> <laughs> Just in the background at the haunted house, swinging from side to side yeah. with the little bones. Excellent. I don't think I'd actually gotten you to specifically state that the theme of the contest itself and the team is horror themed. Yeah. Which, like, obviously, like, yes, of course that's what you're going for and it fits perfectly. And, like, Mothratu here is bringing in multiple from Pokemon's traditionally scary types. Mm. 
Because that's how you explain the weaknesses to psychic type. Yeah. Is they're weak to all the things that people are traditionally afraid of. Like ghosts, in the dark, dark mm-hmm. and bugs. <laughs> and you've got two of them in one Pokemon. You've got a bug and it's dark. That is very good. As a fan of both the horror genre and specifically Dracula... Uh, <laughs> Alex I'm, is quite the Dracula fan. I, awesome. I approve of this Pokemon. Alex has a Dracula action figure who is married to her Jeff Goldblum action figure. <laughs> they have a little house and they have a son. Uh, yeah. Good for them. I stand OTP. All right. Let's talk about abilities for both of these Pokemon, for Venonat and Mothferatu. The thing with regional variants is sometimes they can keep at least one of the same abilities. Venonat currently has compound eyes, tinted lens, and hidden ability run away. And then Venom off what it's worth gets shield dust tinted lens or wonder skin i think shield dust makes sense for both of them because that can be like the vampire's resistance to stuff okay it's their sparkles <laughs> exactly so that's also fun because Pantone and Venonat doesn't actually get that ability so it's inheriting something from Venomoth rather than Venonat which is interesting are there any HP draining abilities that's what I was just thinking about and if there isn't already then we might need to make something new what did you have listed for abilities that the original had Venonat has compound eyes tinted lens and run away as the hidden okay. ability so not insomnia it does not have insomnia actually yeah insomnia could also make sense it could what if instead of shield dust Venonat keeps insomnia and then that changes to shield dust when it evolves does that make sense sure yeah well no that's playing in the similar space because cantonian venonat doesn't have shield dust just venomoth does so similarly wrench and venonat could not have it but its evolution could okay i just want to make sure that makes sense or should it be something else that changes to shield dust insomnia could be the alternate regular ability and then something else changes to shield dust or, or we can do it this way insomnia changes to shield dust i think let's find what that last ability is i think we need to make a hp draining ability i agree but i think that's probably the hidden ability yeah so let's call the hidden ability vampire bite there's one ability so far that relates to draining moves but it's on the target side because the ability is liquid ooze yeah like tentacle and tentacruel where if a draining move is used on them instead of healing it deals damage back to the user but that's not the area we're looking for here no we're doing the opposite so we could either an ability that like drains hp when the opponent makes contact or an ability that just boosts the power of draining moves so the item big roots does play in that space a held item where if they use a draining move it restores 30 percent more hp than it otherwise would mm. That, but more vampire. Yeah, and like, for one, that's an item anyway, and two, they reskin abilities to give them a different flavor all the time. Tanya, you mentioned Vampire Bite could be the name of this ability, but, I mean, that's more like the name of a move, so what if playing into the space of just Bite being the name of a Dark-type move, Leech Life as a draining Bug-type move, Vampire Bite is a oh, new yeah. Dark-type draining move. Yeah. Okay, that's a good idea. Let's go down that road. That Vampire Bite is the signature move, and the signature hidden ability yeah. can be, like, Vampirism or something. Big suck <laughs> big drain big bite no because that implies a similar thing to strong jaw which actually strong jaw would be fun to have as another ability strong jaw could strong... also work what abilities have you got so far alex i just have insomnia which changes to shield dust so we could have insomnia to shield dust as one ability strong jaw as the other main ability and then this new vampire ability as the hidden ability yeah does that sound good to you tana yes i just have to name the dang ability what are the vampire words I know Sticky Hold is... Is that a, a ability? That is an ability, yes. But it's completely unrelated. I know it's unrelated, but I'm thinking about my favorite part of the novel, Dracula. And my favorite part <laughs> is when Dracula climbs down When he goes like about in his lizard fashion? When he goes about in a lizard fashion. <laughs> 
my favorite piece of classical literature. <laughs> it makes me so happy. Dang, there aren't even any synonyms of vampirism. Yeah, I'm shocked that I'm not finding more. I feel like there are other words that exist. Ooh, what if it was consumption? <laughs> <laughs> That feels so dark, but yeah. like, I don't think it's too dark for Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on thesaurus.com to get synonyms for drain. The two that jump out to me are consume and siphon. Siphon's fun. Another yeah. word for vampire. Nosferatu. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Chupacabra, Lamia, Vamp, Parasite. Ooh, I like Parasite. Ooh, because that plays into both the bugginess and the vampire stuff. Yeah, because then this ability could show on other Pokemon in the future in either side. Parasite oh. is the ability name? Yeah. There we go. Yeah. How? We were talking about Parasite earlier. <laughs> as an unrelated thing. Unrelated. And it didn't come. Whatever. We've got it now. Time is a flat circle with big suck power. <laughs> Uh, what does Parasite do? I think let's keep the effect the same as Big Roots, unless you have a different idea, Tana, where it increases the power of draining moves by 30%. Well, Big Root increases the amount you heal, right? Uh, good point. But I think because of the dark type, it would be more thematically correct to increase the power of the move. Plus, then we're not stacking two things if you stick a Big Root on Mothferatu. I think they would probably in some way end up working in tandem anyway, and I think that's fine. I love it when items and abilities can stack in that way. <laughs> We've done that a bunch. But I agree that increasing the power is both more interesting and it makes more sense for an ability where you're limiting more the Pokemon it can be on. But draining moves, the amount of damage healed is typically based on the amount of damage dealt anyway. So by increasing the amount of damage you deal, you end up healing more as it is. That's true. But mm. I still agree. Increase the damage dealt by draining moves by 30%, which will then Perfect. heal you more. And the big root can also increase that healing and be like just really cool and powerful potentially. Very strong. Today we have made an idol, one of the leaders of the Pokemon Contest Magnifico. Yes, we made Darren, or as they're better known by their horror host persona, Dario, a very high concept, hot couture, and campy Jalo fan who loves film trivia. And has a horror-themed contest specifically. Where they use their signature Pokemon, Mothferatu, a regional variant evolution of the Renshin Venonat. The Renshin Venonat is Dark Bug, and so is Mothferatu, and all also has powerful draining abilities thanks to its signature move Vampire Bite and its signature hidden ability Parasite. So Tana, thank you so much for joining us. Where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at SparkyUpstart and on Instagram, I guess, at SparkyYoungUpstart or you can also find some of my podcasts on Twitter and also on podcast hosting sites, but like, I update them on Twitter. I usually remember to do that. For example, I'm on a podcast called Not If I Reboot You First. It's a podcast where me and my friend Lindsay reboot things like like movies and games and TV shows and books we thought we were cool and th things that we half remember but we say, say hey that's a cool concept what if we put a theme in there and the theme is usually kind of gay any cheesy horror movies yes but I've done that thing where I forgot all the cheesy horror movies <laughs> it's so good we did turn Mansfield Park the romance novel we turned that into a slasher <laughs> Excellent. Anyways, that podcast can be found on Podcast Hosts, and you can also find it on Twitter at N-I-I-R-Y-F-Pod. Those are the letters for Data Fire Boot Your First, and they're pronounced Davinky. <laughs> and then I have another podcast called Loser Like Me. It's where me and my friend Christina review and recap episodes of Glee, and we say, hey, dang, that sure was an episode of Glee. We sure did witness it upon it. And you know, sometimes that in itself is a horror movie. I haven't mentioned it on Pokemakers yet, but I actually guessed it on that podcast recently. It did. We took JD to Dinosaur prom. Yeah, that, that happened. It sure <laughs> did happen. There is election fraud for the third time in two seasons. <laughs>
And that's what you've missed on Glee. It really is. If you want to find out what else you missed on Glee, you can look up Loser Like Me on your podcatcher of choice, or you can find it on Twitter at Loser Like Me Pod. And that's pronounced how it sounds, because it's not a jumble of letters, so there's not a funny noise <laughs> I can make. I mean, you could if you wanted. Glee! Thank you, Tana. And thank you so much for listening. And thank you to the Pocket Podcast Network for hosting us. You can find other cool shows on the network, such as... Cool Tank. Cult Classics. And the TN Rio Show. Our theme music is by Mike Freitag. You can find him on Twitter, at Admiral Amara. You can also find us on Twitter, at Pokemakers. And you can find us both individually. I'm at Codename JD. And I'm at Pichu, P-T-C-H-E-W. Don't forget to check us out on the Pocket Podcast Network community Discord. Or if you prefer, you can send an email to fiercepodcast at gmail.com. But until next time, gotta make them all. Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket. This is an ad for a Pokemon actual play podcast. But this isn't your dad's Pokemon world. This is a serious Pokemon world. We're dark. We're edgy. There's death and crime and darkness across the world. Tanner, I keep getting attacked by bird Pokemon! Tanner, my Tyro keeps getting out of his baby harness! I'm stuck in the ghost zone again! <laughs> okay, okay, fine. It's... Listen, we might be a bit darker and have more swear words than a normal Pokemon actual play, but it's still a pretty fun romp through the Pokemon world with some great friends who love each other and Pokemon. So if you want to check it out, then... Come on down to Pokemon Adventures in the Millennium, part of the Pokecasters Network. And you can find any episode of Pokemon Adventures in the Millennium on your podcatcher of choice. Like what you hear? Remember to leave us a rating and review. And follow us on Twitter at PKMN underscore Millennium. See you in Sinnoh!